Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Anxious and Thriving. I am your host, Willis. I have changed my name on here to Willis. That is my last name. Feel free to call me, honestly, whatever you want. You can call me Casey still if you want to. You can call me Caitlin, my real name. Casey comes from Caitlin Carroll, Carroll being my middle name. And then Willis is my last name. And the reason for the switch, if you didn't see it, is because Willis... Or like, hey, Wills, something to always do with my last name is the nickname that I've always had growing up. And for me, like, I feel like I've never really fit into a certain name. I feel like I'm just this, like, being, this, like, soul. And that, like, my name doesn't really matter to me, but I want other people to connect with it. But at the same time, I do feel like Willis fits more with me and my character. I want to do this podcast and put out advice for you guys and oh my voice is already getting so tired from speaking um i want to put out advice videos and talk about anxiety and all that stuff but i also want to be a comedian at some point and make you guys laugh and when i'm not doing my podcast i'm doing youtube and vlogs and tiktoks follow me on tiktok by the way at life with willis so life with willis is my like main account on all social media and then anxious and thriving is just my podcast which you can find on instagram So anyway, I am now Willis. What's up, guys? How you doing? For me right now, it is actually Tuesday. It is the day before you're going to be watching this. And let me tell you, it is like 95 degrees out. And I turned off my AC to make this podcast. And I have these ginormous lights on me. I really have to switch to a ring light. Oh, God. Guys, oh, Jesus. I need to switch to a ring light to have like a, a less intense light. But also, I was going to say, because I just burped, I do have a GI appointment. GI stands for gastrointestinal. I have an appointment in mid-July, and I'm literally so excited for it. So if you watched uh, the episode with Danielle, the nutritionist, uh, we talked about acid reflux and GERD, which is the same thing, but also like gut issues. And I feel like I've just had like so many new problems pop up, but I've also had like issues my whole life so I'm just really really excited to freaking go and figure out what the hell is going on with me so what was my last episode it was the live if you guys didn't make it to the live uh that's okay but I had so much fun I think there was only a few of you um but literally like it was so fun to just sit down and be live with you guys I felt like we were actually hanging out so I will 100 100% be doing that again um, in that episode, it was it was a mix of like a get to know me because uh, I just wanted to have fun with you guys on live. But I also had done that Instagram story poll the other week about like top four topics that I really wanted to discuss and like which one you guys were most interested in. The top two, I think, were the anxiety at work one, which is mostly what I talked about in my live, which is now available on YouTube and uh, podcast app. So you can go listen to it or watch it. Um And the other one was, like, about my spirituality and psychic stuff. Uh, And then the other two, um, I think there was one about hookups and dating and relationships. And then the other one was, like, my issues with my body as a woman. And I felt like that's the one that I felt like I wanted to talk about today. And it somewhat ties into Pride Month. I'm not saying that I am part of the LGBTQ plus community. I wish that I was, honestly, being straight is dumb. And, uh, but we have to do our part 
not only just in Pride Month, but all year about researching things ourselves, learning how how to be an advocate and stand up for what's right and just be accepting of all people. I really don't understand how there are people out there who are like, um... If you're gay, you're gonna go to hell. Like, um, what the hell's wrong with you? Most of these people are, like, really religious, and I'm like, okay, crazy people. Uh, if you're religious, I'm not judging you, but, like, if your religion says you need to hate gay people, then you're insane and you can get out of my life. Thank you. This is a, um, accepting of all podcast. Let me just say that. So, happy Pride Month. But, like... I'll say that this ties into Pride Month a little bit because, like, it's mostly about, like, my my body as a woman and how sometimes I feel like that I like the way that I look and I like how I feel in my body, but other times, like, I don't want to have boobs and, like, I don't know. So, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that I am, like... I don't know. I'm not trying to speak for the LGBTQ plus community and people who are non-binary and trans and who go through surgeries. Um, but like when people talk about how they are transitioning and they like no longer want breasts anymore, I'm like, that would kind of be nice. <laughs> like I, I go back and forth with it. That's why this, this episode is titled my love hate relationship with my body as a woman, because like my body, my boobs do make me feel like feminine but I also think that I could feel feminine either without them or if they were smaller and I think I have this this reasoning in my head because of two things one is because like I just feel like I'd feel more myself if they were smaller um but also in the society that we're in like bigger chested people, I won't just say women because anyone can have boobs, but bigger chested people are often seen as like inappropriate when they wear like bathing suits or like certain dresses or tops. And like smaller chested women or like models, they're like, oh, you're so pretty. Like, oh, you look so cute. But then like bigger chested women, we don't like, I'm not saying, I say we, I'm my my boob size I think is a D, but like it literally in every store it could be completely different. I need to burp again. Ah. Oh my god. Um I thought I was a C for a while and I think I'm a D though. Um I don't know if birth control pills make them bigger. I don't know if this is just genetic, but like I'm going to include myself in the quote group of like bigger chested women just because that's how I feel. Obviously, I I completely understand that there's much larger sizes and that my experience is different than everybody else's. And I acknowledge that like pain from that that there's that there there can be more pain and more issues uh, and confidence issues, whatever, uh, with bigger chested women. This is just my experience. I'm not trying to speak for other people, but. It's just like, let me, let me go to my notes real quick because I have a lot to talk about here. Oh, so this is the same thing, um, with like, I, I cut my hair to a pixie cut and I was like really worried that I wouldn't look as feminine as I did with long hair. I think because of society, because of like stereotypical, oh, women have long hair and men have short hair. 
first of all, where did that even start? Like, who cares? Like, men don't have to have short hair. You can grow your hair out. Women can cut their hair, whatever. And, uh, but it was also to do with how my ex-boyfriend said he wouldn't find me attractive with short hair. So, I was at a point where, like, I took in everything that everybody said. So, that was a, a bad time for me. But when I did eventually cut my hair, like, I felt so pretty and so feminine. So, what I'm trying to say is, like, if I had a smaller chest, I think I would still feel feminine. However, the issue is... If I wanted to have a smaller chest, it would cost about $7,000 for surgery. This is, okay, I, I did go to a plastic surgeon a few months ago. Um, I was just, like, noticing that I needed new bras and that, like, I was kind of, like, figuring out my new style. And I'm like, I don't think I really fit into these, like, clothes anymore, these bras anymore. And basically just, like, say there's, like, a... I'll, I'll, I'll put up a couple pictures if you're watching this on YouTube of, like, girls in certain shirts and they don't have to wear bras underneath and they look really cute. And it just looks overall... It's, it's like, a comfort thing. It's not necessarily, like... I mean, it is a look. It's how you look. It's how I want to look. But it's also just, like, feeling comfortable. And, like, quote, pulling off certain shirts. Even though literally any body type can pull off any shirt. But I'm just saying there's, like, a stereotypical way of, like, how women should look. But I also think it's, I think it's a, okay, ah! I think it's a mix of, like, how women, um, well, no. I was gonna say, like, there are, there are times when, like, women are, are mean to each other. And, like, there's a body standard in, in, within women, like, as, as a group, we, like, expect ourselves to be really skinny. But then, like, I was talking to my roommate the other day, and he's like, guys don't necessarily, like, they can, they find every woman attractive. Like, you don't need to be, like, really skinny, but then, like, women, like, as a group, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, I think it also just stems from, like, what we see as models and how they're super skinny and we're like oh we need to look like that so it's like in this aspect it's not like guys telling us we need to look a certain way it's like advertising and marketing and like whoever telling us that we need to look skinny anyway um but the whole like i don't know the whole boobs thing is like it's it's a it's a hot topic for me because again there will be times when I feel really, like, sexy in a shirt with my boobs, but then there are other times when just, like, I wish I could hide them. Like, all throughout high school, I wore sports bras. Still to this day, I, I wear a mix of sports bras, but also just normal bras, sometimes no bras. Honestly, I prefer no bras, but I can't really get away with that because of my boob size. Um... Sports bras can also just be very, like, constrictive and uncomfortable. So, it's like, ah! Like, I can't wear anything. But, so, I went to a plastic surgeon a couple months ago. And I was, like, watching all those all these YouTube videos before I went of people who were like, okay, this is what you need to say when you go if you want, like, insurance to cover it. You have to say that, like, you have back pain, you had to go to physical therapy, but, like, nothing was helping and all this stuff. So... Honestly, like, I do have back pain, but maybe it's not for my boobs. I don't know. Um, but I do have back pain. I do have shoulder pain. I crack 
my shoulders all the time. Um, and just like, I don't know. I, I, I even joined a Facebook group for breast reductions, hearing about all these people's different sizes and like insurances and what worked and what didn't. <sighs> Excuse me. And also like a size D boob will look different on literally everybody. So like I would see people that would say like, oh yeah, I had a size D and insurance covered it. And now I'm a size B and I'm like, oh my God, maybe I can actually do this. Um, but so I went to the plastic surgeon and before I had like taken off my clothes and put on that like wrap dress hospital gown thing, um, I was like explaining to her all of my issues, both physical and mental, which mm, they don't consider hospitals and, uh, healthcare don't consider mental health. And I think it's fucking stupid and it needs to change ASAP. Uh, basically I was like, yeah, I have a lot of back pain. Um, I can't really like fit into a lot of like, um, bras or like shirts. And I just like, I, I keep them in sports bras a lot cause I just feel uncomfortable with the way I look and they just feel like heavy to me and in the way. And like, that's why I'm coming here to you. And she's like, okay, it seems like a breast reduction would be a good idea for you. And then she was like, okay, so I'll, I'm going to step out for a minute. You, like, take off your clothes, put on the gown, and I'll be right in to, like, actually examine you. And I was like, okay. Um, so I put the gown on. She comes back in. She examines me, and she was like, oh, these are, like, smaller than you made them out to be. And I was like, okay. Um, and then she's like, mm, yeah, so uh, insurances, like, usually the one that you have, I have Harvard Pilgrim. She was like, usually they require like, and I forget the the measurement, but she was like, it, they require a certain amount of blank, like to take out of each breast to be able to uh, be considered for like for insurance to cover most of it or any of it, really. She's like, we have to take out a certain amount of your boobs for them to count it as covered by insurance. And I'm like, what the fuck? So she's like, I'd be able to take out, take X amount out, but not the amount that they consider to be, like, covered by insurance. Um, and I was, like, starting to get really upset and nervous because I was like, okay, this is not going to be covered by insurance. And then she's like, I'm going to go grab something and I'll be right back. So she leaves and when she comes back, she brings this book of other patients that have had the surgery and it's a bunch of before and after pictures and she was like this is how people um this is these are pictures of other people that have come in and gotten the surgery and who have had it covered by insurance basically she was showing me like she was devalidating me and my feelings she's like so your boobs need to look like this to be considered a problem or like you need you need bigger boobs to um be covered by insurance and the people that look like this actually have a problem and you don't is basically what I took from it. So, I'm not good with confrontation, but I was I'm not kidding you. I was like literally on the verge of tears because this doctor was devalidating my feelings and just what I was like I w- I was coming to a doctor, a professional for help. And they were like, "Uh, we can't help you. And I'm like, okay, there's literally no one else I can do, I can see for this. Like, unless I all of a sudden become rich, which 
I know that I will be rich one day. Um, like, I don't have $7,000. And so it, it just makes me think about all the people in the LGBTQ plus community um, that want, um, it's not breast, re- it could be breast reduction, but top surgery, I think they call it. And how just they, it's a, it's that they're not comfortable with how they look. And it's, it's a mix of like a physical thing, but also very much mental and how they don't put mental health into consideration. Like health insurances could give no shits, no fucks about mental health, which is really, really fucked up. And so I left, drove home. I was crying in the car. And, um, I was talking to a couple people and they were like, maybe you can find like a, a private doctor or like, um, someone, someone that will, uh, give you maybe more options or talk it through with you more. And so I don't really know how to do that. I haven't really looked into it, uh, because I go back and forth with how I look. And it's funny because the grass is always greener, right? So I'll talk to my friends that have... A's or B's or even C's and they're like I wish I had bigger boobs and for me it's like no I want yours like I literally would want like B's or A's like I don't want a D it just like doesn't feel like me but then when I'm like standing naked in the mirror about to take a shower I'm like I look really beautiful but I I, again like I, I feel like I would look beautiful with I don't know any size boob so it's It's just trying to, like, love my body for what it is because I don't have the option of getting a surgery right now. And then, growing up, dress codes, I never realized were an issue until, like, high school because high school we didn't have dress codes. I was like, oh, this is great. But I never really realized how much middle school dress codes affected me until now. Because how stupid was it that they were like, you can't wear spaghetti straps. Like, girls can't wear spaghetti straps. You have to wear, I think it was three fingers. So, I can actually wear this top that I'm wearing right now. Uh, But it had to be three fingers wide, your strap. What is a shoulder? Uh, is my shoulder dis- a distraction? Is it too sexy for you? Like, I know people talk about this all the time, and you probably are- guys already know this, but, like, they set dress codes so that we're not a distraction for the, the guys in our grade. No. Don't make us change. Change how boys are raised. Thank you. Women are not the problem. The way that boys are raised is the problem. The way that society looks at women is the problem. Boobs were sexualized by men. Stop. <laughs> like, women can breastfe- breastfeed in public. Just fucking get over it. You say that we can't have abortions, but then when we actually have the baby, you let don't let us take care of it. That's real talk right there. And then in middle school, too, we had to have long shorts They had to extend past our longest finger. What the hell's up with that? Like, we are mature enough and smart enough to make our own 
decisions about our clothes, how we look, that should be formulated by us. Not by men. Ew. And what else? Dresses had to be long, all this stuff. And so a big reason why I'm uncomfortable with my boobs and, like, my body, crop tops, too. Like, this episode isn't just about my boobs. Like, I feel uncomfortable wearing crop tops. Um, because, like, my my stomach isn't, like, flat. But also, I have my reproductive organs down there. And so, there's a bump to protect them. Like, that's a thing. But also... All humans have fat, and so fat is not a negative word. And just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. And just because you're fat doesn't mean you're unhealthy and all this stuff. Um, and there's nothing wrong, wrong with being skinny, and there's nothing wrong with being fat. But it's a mix of, like, how I, like, don't think I'm, like, quote, thin enough or whatever. Uh, but also just, like, showing my skin in general, like, showing my cleavage, showing my stomach, um, having shorts that are too short, or skirts that are too short, or dresses that are too short. I feel uncomfortable because of how I was raised as a woman in society. Not by my family, but by society, by my school. How fucked up is that? We're there to have an education. Not to be controlled by men. No, thank you. I hate men. Men suck. That's the episode. Goodbye. No, just kidding. Um, but, like... And I don't know how to say this, too. Like, this is not my family's fault. But, like... And I might have touched on this. I don't remember in other episodes. But, like, any time we were watching a movie and there was, like, a kissing scene, my parents would say, like, ew, don't look. Or, like... And from that, like, everything else stemmed from that. And, like, any time... I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain this. Like, any time there was an intimate scene on screen, my parents would, like say ew or don't look or they'd get uncomfortable um and i i didn't really grow up watching pg-13 movies i'd i'd really only watch them like when i was with friends um so like it stemmed from my home life too about how i'm like not really comfortable like being vulnerable with my body um it also stems from a bigger issue. And I am honestly, like, comfortable saying this right now. Uh, this is about my psychic self. Um, basically, long story short, uh, I guessed something that happened to me in a past life, and it turns out that it was true, or at least a psychic who everything else she said was true. So I have no reason not to believe what she said. Basically, I had this feeling that something bad happened to me in my past life, and that's why it's affected me so much in this life. And then a psychic confirmed it without me saying anything. Basically, long story short, apparently, in a past life, I was essayed. 
numerous times by a man and I was young and basically I took my own life at 17 because of that I know crazy shit um and it's a trauma thing that I've had for a long time but it's something that I am now at a point where I'm overcoming it and this is just by myself like I how do you tell a therapist like hi this happened to me in my past life and it's affected me now (laughs) but like I will I will talk about that and therapy and everything else going on in my life but um so basically that issue when it like first popped into my head as an idea I started being very uncomfortable around men in general Ah. excuse me and so that plus like how society views women and just like we're catcalled and we're always stared at and especially people with big boobs like they're more noticeable and so like I just wanted to hide I wanted to hide everything I didn't want people to perceive me I didn't want people to look at me and now that I'm this like confident woman I'm like starting to be okay with I say being vulnerable that's how I I term it as like being vulnerable with my skin being comfortable with my skin and like wearing tops that um smaller breasted people wear and when I wear them my boobs will show and I'm like starting to be comfortable with it Because I see my friends and my siblings and my cousins and people, like, they wear clothes that might show their boobs off more. Not not purposefully. Like, they're not like, oh, I'm going to wear this shirt because it makes my boobs look good or show off or pop out or I, whatever. But, like, they're just, I perceive them to be, like, confident and they're beautiful. And so I'm, like, inspired by them. And I'm just, I'm inspired by myself, honestly, because I love me and I'm, I'm becoming this like very whole person, as I've said in probably every episode. Um, but it's, I still struggle with it. I still struggle with showing my boobs, with wearing bathing suits, um, with wearing crop tops, with wearing shorts that are too short. I'm like constantly pulling them down to make sure that my butt isn't showing, but also like, Who cares if my butt's showing? Really? But, like, as a society, and specifically men, I'm talking to you, if you're you're a guy watching this episode, just make sure you're doing your part to advocate and educate your male friends or family members to not dehumanize us. Like, we are women, but we're also humans. We have brains. We're smart. We're not just these objects that are put on this earth so that you can have fun with us, so that you can just look at us, so that you can admire. Like, no. Oh, so I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still trying to be okay with how I look. The whole, uh, slim waist, thick thighs, fat ass thing is in very 
right now. Like you have to be your your waist has to be really thin, and then you have to have a lot of curves, and like that's what that's what guys like, and it's like that's like such so hard to attain. But also, it's just your bone structure, like and metabolism and whatever. Like everybody's different, and every body type is beautiful. And I really hope that my school is, I, I don't, I haven't checked in if they still have that dress code, if they still have dress codes in general. I think dress code should be abolished in general. I think they suck ass. And I remember too, like, uh, for my eighth grade dance, I remember my mom having to sew on extra fabric of my spaghetti strap dress. And I didn't think anything of it at the time. Because I was like, oh, that's just normal. That's just what my school is like. That's what they, that's their dress code. And now I'm like, what the fuck? It's just really fucked up. So, even right now, I am wearing um, bike shorts. And I'm even uncomfortable in those because um, they're tight. And they show off my butt. And is that, quote, appropriate? And, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but, like, this is just what goes through my brain. I'm not, I'm not, like, stick thin. I do have, like, a slight curve because that's just how my body is, and that's normal. Um... And when I'm, like, sitting with myself, I'm, like, I look, I look, like, quote, thin. But then, like, when I see myself in pictures, I'm, like, oh, I'm, like, wider than I thought. And I know that's really, like, I don't want to sound toxic or, like, I'm, I'm saying that curvy is bad. And I'm not saying I am a curvy woman because... Because I am thin, you could say. I'm not trying to, like, you know, like, Sienna May on uh, TikTok, who is now controversial, but she was, like, advocating for, like, um, bodies that aren't, like, stick thin, but also she wasn't really, like, fat. So it was, like, who are you really advocating for? Like, I'm not trying to be like her and say, like, oh, I'm this, like, curvy woman, because, like, no. Um... I can't speak for curvy woman, is what I'm trying to say. But, like, I don't know. Everybody is uncomfortable with their bodies, no matter what we look like. And I just wish, like, society would stop beating up women for literally every body type. This is annoying. And as I look to my left, I have this Lizzo thing right here. It's from one of her records. It came with the record. Um, I don't know. Like, this is going to be a short episode because I'm literally sweating, but I just wanted to describe the issues that I have with my body, but also the love that I have with my body. Like, when I am alone, I love my body, for the most part. If I, like, look in the mirror too much, I'm like, okay, that you could fix, that could be better... Um, this, well, you don't really look like her, but you, you need to. So, like, maybe go to the gym a little bit more. And that's toxic. 
And let me just say this, like, I was, and maybe I shouldn't say the weight because that could be toxic too, or harmful. I was a certain weight in 2019. Um, my weight never really fluctuates, I, or I guess you can't really, like, tell because of my body type. You can't really tell when I gain weight, I guess. And I haven't really, I don't know how to say this, I haven't, I haven't like, gained weight really but it was noticeable to me. And so when I went on my like healthy journey of like uh, working out, but also like changing the foods I ate, it also was a, had a big thing to do with just, I was, I'm, I'm intolerant to a lot of things. And so I had to stop eating a lot of different kinds of foods. But basically like I lost weight and I was getting fitter and it wasn't the way I looked that made me happy. It was just like fueling my my mind and my body with like better foods and just like my mindset on life in general um being one with myself that's how it like and like going through challenges and learning lessons that's what made me confident and happy it wasn't like how I looked that was like a small part of it because it was a goal that I was trying to reach but like I am Like, I haven't gained weight since then, and I still struggle with how I look. So, you don't need to look a certain way to be happy, is what I'm trying to say. And, honestly, like, when I was just working out and, like, kind of eating well, finally, sort of, um, I did lose 15, 15 pounds? Something like that? Um... And now I've been, like, eating well, but also, like, actually learning how to go to the gym, how to use machines, how to lift. And I think I have more muscle on me, so now I'm back to the same weight that I was pre-working out and pre-eating well. So, like, weight doesn't matter, scale doesn't matter, all this stuff. So, just, like, I'd love to say, just love yourself, but that's not easy to do. That's a lifelong journey. But I will say that sitting with myself right now, I love my boobs. I love how they look in this shirt. Do you want to see? Eh. I should do, like, a, I'll do something after this, or I'll, I'll throw a clip in here of my outfit right now. <laughs> but, like, I'm comfortable with myself and my personality, and... I think my brain is beautiful. I think my mind is beautiful. I think my body is beautiful, though sometimes I struggle with it. And uh, I just hope for future generations that we can be better to them. Especially the men. Raise your kids to be better. And I think we are getting to a point where that, that is starting to change. And just like, I'm exploring my body more these days. Um, to be completely honest, I never masturbated before until I moved into this apartment. So, there's that. Um, it was an issue of all the things that I stated earlier, but, um, I'm just, like, exploring my body more, like, being just alone with me intimately and just 
non-intimately and just learning more about myself and learning what I like, what I don't like, and just, like, loving myself. And that's been part of this whole journey of just, like, self-love with my body and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I I hope that as a society we're, we're going to start being better to each other as women, but also everybody that's not a woman, men, do better, please. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, send this video or send this, uh, podcast to one of your guy friends and say, hey, you should listen to this because this is what we go through. Just to have a better understanding of, uh, the woman experience. Um, also, last thing I'll say, I got these, like, special stones for my birthday, uh, and this amethyst. And I have a bunch of crystals. I made a new intro for you guys. I think it'll be really fun. Um, but this amethyst is uh, for protection for empaths. Um, so that is helping me. And I think this is overall protection too. These, uh, I think it's lava stones is what they're called. Um, last, last thing I'll say is my birthday was on Sunday. And honestly, I was like really overwhelmed. And uh, I was kind of off. A little bit this weekend so let's normalize like birthdays being overhyped sorry for the noise outside the car just started that's so loud bro um let's normalize birthdays being overhyped and it's okay if you literally want to do nothing all day because next year i'm like i think that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> that's just me that's just what I went through. Also, Mercury's in retrograde, so um, Mercury rules over Gemini, and I'm a Gemini, and uh, apparently that fucks you up, and so my brain is just kind of out of whack. But things are going to be okay, and um, I think I'm beautiful. I think I'm sexy. I think I am stunning, and I think every body type is. I think um, every woman is anybody that identifies as a woman. You are beautiful, and I love you. And everybody, I was gonna say everybody is the beauty standard. Does that make sense? <laughs> everybody is beautiful. Um, so I hope this, I hope this helps in some way. I hope this helps you realize that like, uh, women go through a lot, and um, there's issues with every. Everyone has issues with their own body, and just uh, gives you perspective into the mind of someone. That has uh, womanly features and what we go through. Or helps you relate if you're dealing with this shit too. Um, so that's it for this episode. It's going to be short. I'm also sweating. It's so hot. Ah! Um, I need to go cool down. And just chill. And love my body. So I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Thank you so, so much. If you are watching on YouTube, be, f be sure to subscribe. And hit the bell icon for notifications when I post so you, that you don't miss when I post. And just like it would really help me out if, if you subscribe. And plus, if you're listening on an app, go over to YouTube, sign in with your Gmail account, subscribe to me, and you don't even have to watch me. But as like just as a subscriber, it's helping me out. Or send this podcast to a friend. That would also help me out. Anyways, I love you guys so much. My Thrivers, your support means so much to me. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.